A warm welcome to Tree Leaf, and uh, this time we're speaking, I'm back from France. It's a really hot summer in Japan. And today, I would like to carry on with Enzokoan. Now, I'd like to make something very clear. What I express here is nothing but my feeble and frail understanding. I am by far no authority on Dogen. <laughs> Just a lover, a great lover of this text. Now we reach the point in Genjokuan where things are going deep indeed or high. It's about sea or sky. Or is it? Let's let's listen to it. That's what Dogen writes. A fish swims in the ocean. And no matter how far it swims, there is no end to the water. A bird flies in the sky. And no matter how far it flies, there's no end to the air. However, fish and the bird have never left their elements. When their activity is large, their field is large. When their need is small, their field is small. Thus, each of them totally covers its full range, and each of them totally experiences its realm. If the bird leaves the air, it would die at once. If the fish leaves the water, it would die at once. Know that water is life, and air is life. The bird is life, and the fish is life. Life must be the bird, and life must be the fish. It is possible to illustrate this with more analogies. Practice, enlightenment and people are like this. Very beautiful. When I was a child, well, no, not really a child, when I was a teenager, I used to flick through the pages of Dogen, Shobo Genzo and Genjo Kohan and I had a very primitive translation and I was just tucked in my bed and reading these sentences it was like magic 
used to set my imagination fire. This old story of a bird flying in blue sky and a fish in the water is so dead simple. <laughs> right. Now, what is Dogen talking about here? In my humble opinion, I mean, it's not just mine this time, it's about the relationship between practice and enlightenment. The fact that one cannot separate practice and enlightenment. Gasho is one, one thing, one, 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 one. If you take the hands apart, Gasho vanishes. Put them together, Gasho manifests itself. To make a Buddha, the Dogen, doesn't take 10,000 years. To make a Buddha doesn't take a statue, a craft, of a craft man. To make a Buddha doesn't take a temple, not even a practice place. It takes a cushion and a human body, a body-mind. that simple and that difficult. It is very simple to practice. It's very hard to accept. Because as we've seen with Jundo recently, we are constantly fed with ideas, dreams about what enlightenment should be, about what awakening tastes like and and when we look at the, all the great stories of the Chinese teachers and masters, I think, wow, there must be a great show, there must be a great understanding there, hiding away. I remember, I remember a good old monk, which I'm not going to name, um, and he was half drunk, and he talked to me and he said, is there anything secretly hidden behind this because I don't get it why is it just sitting at his awakening and I looked at him and I said it's, it's in plain view it's just in front of your nose and that's why we find it very hard to, to see acknowledge and even to practice. Simplicity. Not to awakening practice. Not to. So you would understand then that the fish or the bird is this reality consciousness, body, and boundless sky, and the ocean, is the field of practice. And at one major, major turn of the text, Dogen write this, and I'd like to repeat it, because it's good for my dirty ears. Listen to 
Speaking about the bird and speaking about the fish, when their activity is large, their field is large. When their need is small, their feed, field, feed too, is small. Now that's a very important one to me. Do not name it. Do not give it any quality. Do not trap it in a word, an idea, a concept. And see for yourself how big it is. It's huge! But come here with the will to pick something that will fit your personal agenda, your thirst, your expectation, and it will collapse into a small space. I'm anything. You make me. <laughs> you are the maker of your dream. <laughs> and this is an important part of Dogen's teaching, which is often not looked at, maybe enough analyzed or discussed, is how important you are in the process. Dropping expectations, dropping agendas, dropping any will to achieve anything is instantly entering this As soon as you, you of course collapse into attention, an attachment, you see, dropping the body mind is also dropping all these body of habits, this collection of thoughts you and me had for so many years, and the belief that they are real. Do we need to sit? Do we need Zen? Do we need Buddha? Of course we don't. <laughs> if you think that you're going to become Buddha <laughs> sitting on that cushion, no way, baby. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You are already it. In an unconditional way. Completely unconditional. It's not a question of time. It's not a question of I do this, I get that. 
question of surrendering and opening what is already open, but the aim of the, the will, the will to a sort of personal benefit is always getting in the way. That's maybe why we emphasize serving, service of people, the fact that we always wish people to be first, to enter first, this great field of the bright, bright moon, always for others, always others first. Now I might come back on this fish, bird and sky and ocean story. Great joy to be with you. Great joy to be back in Japan, I tell you. Uh, France was not very uh, pleasant. It was a, a nice, unpleasant Sansar ride. And now I'm back. Take care. Practice well and let go of your expectation. Give it a go. Forget about becoming anything, doing anything. Just, just sit.